tomato. What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs, 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants. You can hear the dogs barking. When you hear Floating Goat on Mutiny Radio, you know it's 8 o'clock. It's a Friday night. It's time for Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Yay! Come inside and have a great time. GQ is here. You're doing another one of those go live things, aren't you? I've never had more views on a video than the video that you did for me that one day you did it live. Yes! I'm here to tell you guys jokes. Yay! Yay! We have to be happy in these political times. It's difficult. I don't want to be political. I hate being political. I know none of us want to be political here. I want to submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and come out for free ice cream days. I don't want to be political. I'm not into it. Uh, But all language is political, as we know. Uh, And I don't know what to call myself anymore, right? Because I'm a person. I'm a female. I'm a cute man. We're all peephole. I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I call myself the only thing I can, and that's a feminist, because it's the only word without the word men in it. It's a, it's a spelling joke for you guys, yeah. Knock, knock. Feminism. I get my own fucking door, thank you. It's like the precept of feminism. It's kind of like how we start. I, I, God, I don't want to be a feminist, but I have to be because, you know, we're in this age of grabbing of the pussies and all of these wonderful things. Uh, and, you know, I really, I just want to call him 45 because I don't want to give him a name because I feel like that's just too much PR and he already gets enough, right? But who I'm really bummed about is losing Michelle Obama, right? Did we love Michelle? I love Michelle. Michelle. I love Michelle. I wish Michelle would run. Michelle's so cool. She raps in the car. She talks to people. She doesn't like fat kids. I'm all down with her. I'm like, Michelle, she was so good, right? Like, she was first lady, and she's like, diabetes, childhood diabetes is bad. That didn't exist until like 1989. We're ruining everything. Oh, diabetes, work out. It's so great. And I'm like, oh, what's Melania's new first lady thing going to be, right? And um, she's a plagiarist, so she picked right off of Michelle Obama. And she also hates fat kids. Um, But I think that she's going to do her first lady thing in a different way. I think that she's really going to sponsor bulimia. Well, no, because she knows that no one listens to women unless they're skinny and pretty, right? (laughs) So she's like trying to help the kids. It's good. Uh, And I feel like it's really great for consumerism because you eat four times the food that you would normally eat. So that's really great for the economy. And uh, I really think that where she's going to make her mark as as an environmentalist, because she's going to teach the kids to vomit into the composting. So that's going to be so awesome because we're going to like grow plants and like plants in the plants. It's going to be like this. Yay. Melania. So excited about the next four years and just can't wait. It's so good for feminism. Uh, I don't understand feminism. I don't. I. 
I really think it's all product based. Like, okay, you remember in 1904 when you couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut? Do we remember those times? Like before Gillette started the razor companies. And I feel like they just started asking women to shave their legs so they would have things to buy. And also uh, because they'll never be good enough. Gillette, the best a man can get. I'll never be good enough. Now you have to shave from your big toe up, up to your twat like a four-year-old girl. Otherwise, you're a disgusting slut and no one wants to sleep with you. <laughs> Gillette, the best man can Never be good enough. Uh, you know, there's a new Gillette razor that has 17 blades. 17 blades for the closest shave. Uh, and the 13th blade is easily removable so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Gillette. <laughs> Yay, it's so good. We have to buy things. Yeah, we have to look pretty. I wear makeup for you guys tonight. Yay! I went against all my feminist like leanings and I'm like, they like me better when I wear makeup. <laughs> Yay! They laugh harder. It's so much fun. I, I'm sorry, I'm I i do not mean to be a feminist. I don't wanna I don't I don't want this life for myself. Uh so I'm a nanny. I take care of people's children for money. Uh, I, and my favorite thing is I get to touch a lot of baby dicks for money. Uh, what I mean is that I, I hang out, I hang out with a lot of like 18-month-old boys, and thankfully they're uncircumcised. I'm like circumcision is choices decision. Am I right? Like, let's not let's stop mutilating our children's genitals, America. Can we can we do that? I don't know. Like I'm a Jew, so I'm cool with it. Like we got a thing with Yahweh. Like he takes off the dicks, and I don't care what he does with them. He can put them on his fingers like olives, or he can. <laughs> Use them as croutons in a Caesar salad. Maybe he has a nice skin box. Whatever, God, it's fine. I don't care. But like, why are all these women just chopping off the tops of their baby's dicks since like 1950 in America? What's up, Christian ladies? What's up? And they're just lazy. <laughs> they just don't want to touch their baby's dicks. It's not a big deal. If you put an 18-month-old in a, in a thing of water, he will play with his own dick. That's what boys do. It's fine. Just let, just stop mutilating your children's genitals. Uh, I don't know. I don't mean to proselytize up here. Like, uh, knock, knock. Jesus. I know. Did that guy exist or what? Is he real? Jesus who? I'm so glad we're all on the same page. I don't know who that guy is. I don't, like, is he real? Is he not? I don't fucking care. It's, it's good stuff. Uh, so I uh, love abortion. <laughs> I'm a 42-year-old woman of childbearing age, so you don't want me to have a baby. Uh, this is nothing. I love whiskey. <laughs> and I don't want to have a baby. If you make me have a baby, if you make me have such gore, gore such, you're going to make me, it will be way more gory if I have a baby than if I'm an abortion. Uh, I had a really rough period the other day, and I thought I aborted the ghost of Scalia. I felt so good about it. It was just a really bloody mess. And I was like, oh, he's dead. Yay, we win. So I, I don't, I, we shouldn't have a baby. If you make me have a baby, America, in this new America, make America great, make me have a baby, boo. I'm going to need some tools uh, to drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can sleep while I'm hanging out at the bar. <laughs> See, it's, I can't afford a babysitter, so I'm just going to put him in the trunk, with a nice sleeping bag, he can breathe, it's fine. It's gonna be great. Uh, and when it turns five, it, you know, I go to that first parent-teacher conference, and uh, I still have to have it on a leash because it's like, ah, I want to run into traffic. Uh, but I'm talking to the teacher, and they're like, "Whoa, your child said you love alcohol more than it." And I'm like, "This is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch." I did not want this kid, right? 
Finally, it turns 12. It starts doing ketamine. I'm like, who's your dealer? You can come with me to Burning Man. We're going to have a great time. It's going to be really fun. We're going to actually get to know each other. And at 15, it starts doing cocaine and teaches me like some really important life skills. Like if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours, you don't eat your boogers, you smoke them. What? Yeah, mind-blowing. Wow, it's so exciting. And then when it's 17, it finally dies of this crazy like overdose. It's like a speedball heroin and cocaine. On, oh, it dies. And I'm like, 17 years. That's the latest late-term abortion I could ever have. It's a 17-year late-term abortion, everybody. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. Not mine. It's your choice. All right, where are we? Oh, I forgot to start my time on myself. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Uh, well, I, I do, I do. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of abortion only because, you know, I'm trying to make America great again and let's not put my children, you know, I'm really going to fuck them up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I am a great nanny. I play this game with small children when we walk down the street in the Tenderloin. You guys can play it too. It's called Man or Beast. Uh, when you see a pile on the ground, you go, Man or Beast, Man or Beast. And when I, what I learned from a four-year-old was when it's up against a wall, it's always man. <laughs> they understand physics at such a young age. Deep. It's so impressive. It's so, so great. Oh, I, I love kids. Uh, I'm, I'm a really, I'm a good nanny, you guys. I, I, I promise you this. I'm a really good nanny. Uh, having sex on top of a baby is not pedophilia, all right? Because a baby can only see like 15 inches in front of its face anyway. Uh, and I'm keeping eye contact with the baby because uh, I'm getting banged from behind. That's fun. I'm having a good time. The baby's having a good time. Uh, just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. Makes me a bad nanny. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm a good nanny, I promise you. If you pay me 20 bucks an hour, wow! It's, it's, it's good. Uh, so I really, I, have, I do have this fantasy where I want to be with an uncircumcised guy and I, I want to pull up his dick and I want to pull his foreskin up over his dick and I want to put whiskey in his foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. <laughs> Can I get it finally? It's twofold. One, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey. And number two, I'm just trying to keep it clean. Like, you got to clean out all that schmegma. So it's like, it's like a two for one. Let's go stuff. All right, thank you guys. We're going to sing the song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. If you don't, you'll figure it out. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. I love that Gorilla Glue, you know what I'm saying? M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You wanna come inside my clubhouse? Yay! Yay! I'm your host, Ben Benjamin. We have an amazing show tonight here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. I am so excited. I'm gonna drink some more whiskey in a second. Your first comedian up. Uh, he's a great guy. I don't remember where he's from because I watched 150 videos and chose people, but you guys are gonna love him. His name is Jason Anderson! Did you have a nursery rhyme about circumcision? There was, there was like a rhyme to that. <laughs> that was awesome. All right. This is fucking cool. Hey, I'm excited to be here, y'all. Um, yeah, not to do comedy. I'm just excited because I just got out of rehab. <laughs> yeah. It's not a joke. Yeah. Uh, 80 days sober today. 80 days sober. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so you know what that means. 
That means you better laugh. <laughs> I'm good, actually. Don't worry. I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's a puppy. Oh, this set is going to hell now. I'm not going to do anything. But look at that adorable little floof. Oh. Oh, uh, drugs. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, has anyone been to rehab? Got any rehab? Anyone? I know that guy needs to go. I <laughs> can tell by the hair. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, so if you guys don't know rehab, basically what they make you do is just things you don't want to do. That's rehab. Like, they make you, like, hang out with junkies and play softball, qu quit drugs. <laughs> yeah, and softball's actually the worst. I don't know. If, has anyone here tried to play softball with a bunch of guys that are trying to quit smoking meth? <laughs> it's like uh, trying to play fetch with a dog that'll never bring the ball back. It's just, <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. The dog. Oh, is he, oh. So can I pet him? Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, that's okay. All right. No, I'm, I'm worried now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So Valentine's Day. Let's talk about Valentine's Day. You guys have good Valentine's days? Anyone? Yeah. 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 Oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I did speed dating. Anyone ever done speed dating before? Yeah. It's a lot like like regular dating, except like every three minutes you have to look out the window. Yeah. yeah, meth. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I'm not just going to talk about recovery all night long. I didn't come here to do that. I came here to talk about God. <laughs> okay, back to recovery. Let's see more of that. Uh, I, I was at this place up in Arizona, um, and so actually uh, after I finished and everything, I had to fly back. Um, and like on the plane, I was sitting next to one of those like old ladies that just won't stop talking to you. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever dealt with that. She's like, just telling me all about her daughter in Arizona, all about the last like 60 years of life that she lived. And then she ran out of life. <laughs> you know, so then she just turned to me and was like, hey, what were you doing? And I made the mistake of being honest. And I was just like, oh, I was at this uh, recovery center for cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was like, oh, quick, <laughs> uh, say something funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I just flew in from this recovery center and bore my arm veins tired. <laughs> And she didn't say another thing the whole flight. Like that's it. That was all it took to win, man. Uh, I, had a, I had a buddy pick me up from the airport, um, and it was cool because he actually like drove my car down. So like actually when I got out, I could, like drive myself home from everything. And he did this thing like he was trying to catch me up on current events, but the way he did it was by showing me videos on YouTube while I was driving. Um, <laughs> no, but he did show me this one like good one. Um, it was this soccer player, Ashley Young. He was like in a match, and his mouth was open, and then a bird pooped in his mouth. <laughs> And it was just disgusting to find out I had a friend who likes soccer. <laughs> Still makes me a little sick. <laughs> uh, that's weird. Like, yeah, the world's kind of getting better, I think, overall. What do you guys think? World getting better? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I, don't, I think, like, in ways it is. Like, I, I was hanging out with my grandpa when I got home, and he was, like, just telling me about, like, you know, like, back in his day, if he invited friends over, he'd have to warn his friends, like, hey, just so you know, my dad's going to say racist things. That's going to happen, you know? And then my dad was telling like, well, his, when he was a kid and he had friends over, he just have to warn his friends, like, hey, my dad's still going to say racist things, <laughs> you know? But I feel like when I have kids and they have friends over, they just have to warn their friends, like, hey, just so you know, my dad has Hulu. You're going to have to watch commercials. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm going to have kids. I, I've been married for 10 years now. There you go. Yeah, obligatory. You have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any married folks here? I don't think anyone here. Maybe the guy with the college shirt. No, not yet. You'll find her. You'll find her. You're gonna. Yeah. I don't know. I'm at this fun point in my marriage now. Like if my husband and I are in a car together and like a Whitney Houston song comes on, we both like sing along. 
you know, but we've been together so long we both sing the wrong words, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh, I wanna dance with somebody else. <laughs> I wanna feel the heat. <laughs> I wanna feel the heat, oh. Yeah, marriage comes with in-laws. Yes, oh. Yeah, my mother-in-law is uh, from Rio Linda. I don't know if that's enough for you guys. Do you guys understand real? Okay, um, imagine Oakland was a person. Okay, so you're hanging out with Oakland, and then he introduces you to his crack-smoking friend. That's Rio Linda. Okay, so <laughs> it's just like um, she's this country gal. Like I don't want to talk too much shit about her. Like she she loves me. She's a great lady, but you know she's got reasons not to like me. You know I'm I'm like a nerdy guy. I play Dungeons and Dragons. I fuck her son. You know there's, she's got she's got reasons. <laughs> But uh, recently, she got like a really good reason. Uh, for Thanksgiving, I was over at her house and I ran over her rosebush. And that shit matters to old ladies, it does. Yeah, and so she was like in the kitchen, uh, it's Thanksgiving, so she like, comes running out of the kitchen and she's like still holding a knife in her hand because she was just in the kitchen and she's like wearing a bathrobe because she lives in the country. And <laughs> she just comes like running at me like a crazed goblin with a knife. Like, like what would you do if a goblin was coming at you with a knife? You'd run. Dude, you successfully ran. Like, yeah, yeah, you ran pretty good. Yeah. She is chasing. She she missed. She tried to do four points of damage to your marriage. You are free and clear. You are, yeah. All right. There's no end to this joke. I'm just living it. Just, uh, I always told myself growing up I wasn't going to end up like my dad, but I still became a white guy. Didn't matter, didn't matter. Oh, this is fun, this is fun. Hey, actually, I wrote a new joke for this. What was it? Be funnier. Yeah. 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 So I was on TMZ two days ago. I had to talk about Amari Stoudemire. Do you guys know about Amari Stoudemire? You know, he was like recently interviewed in Jerusalem. He's playing basketball up there. And they were like asking everyone on the team. They were like, hey, what do you feel about gay people in the locker room? And like everyone was like, I don't care, I don't care. And then they went to him and he was like, I wouldn't shower. I would keep my clothes outside and I would take a different route to the gym so they couldn't follow me. Yeah. <laughs> and then like they asked him, like, hey, are you joking? And he's like, there's some truth to every joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I mean, honestly, you think about it. Like, let's say some guy like like practiced basketball his whole life just to get good enough to get in the locker room to see his dick. Like, that is like the worst long con I've ever heard, like in the history of long cons. Like, number one, you end up playing for the Knicks. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like number two, like okay, let's say you you want to see a famous person's dick. You go on the internet. Like that's that's all it takes. Like they're floating around you right now. All it takes to see them is Google. That's it. So that worked really better on TMZ, I'm just going to say. I'm probably never going to do that again. Yeah, I had to write that for, yeah, fun times. This is good. This is good. Yeah, so let me see what else. Oh, I'm a gay dude. I think I told you that, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. You heard about my work. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so I do uh, gay dude things, like dudes. Um, and I also used to be a Boy Scout. Yeah, yeah, and when it was like boys, okay, it's a it, great organization, but like not gay friendly, like at all. Like, and it was just like weird for me growing up, because like, you know, like they taught me these great things, you know, like positive morals and always showing up on time, like being prepared. And that was just weird, because like all those things they taught me got me mad dick. <laughs> like, 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 shit. <laughs> Translated like super well. Like, <laughs> it worked out, it did. Uh. All right, so I probably don't want to end on getting mad dick. Um, so, uh, 
I think I'm gonna like get you guys a little bit of a happiness. Okay, one of the things I learned in rehab uh, to just like like get centered and find serenity is a guided meditation. You guys want to do a quick guided meditation? Okay, cool, cool. All right, so everyone's got to close their eyes. Just you're in a safe place. You're at Mutiny Radio. Nothing will happen here. <laughs> so, all right, so everyone close your eyes. Okay, I want you to do is I want you to breathe in. Pure love. Just breathe in pure love. No oxygen. Now exhale, pure hate. Now hate is just carbon dioxide. Yeah. I know hate's carbon dioxide because trees eat it, and trees are evil. I know trees are evil because they're covered in the screams of dogs. Bark. Okay, okay, so now that we're in a safe place, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna transport you guys to the island of Hawaii. Oh, you, just, you, f- you feel the breeze flowing through your hair. It's, there's trees and water. I've never been to Hawaii. It's, <laughs> you sit up from bed and the sun, it just tickles your skin like a thousand tiny pinpricks. Wait, that's not the sun. It's spiders. You're covered in spiders. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. They're happy spiders. It's cool. No, you're, no you, you, you ask them to walk away and they happily comply, walking away in a single file line as they wave their spider tentacles goodbye. Yeah. It reminds you you need to learn more about spider genealogy. <laughs> okay, that's the whole meditation. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take you guys out of this. Keep your eyes closed. Okay. All right. Now what we're going to do is I'm going to count back from five. By the time I get to one, you're going to know to supreme happiness. You're going to understand the meaning of life. Five. It's actually working. You feel better than you've ever felt before. Four. Oh, you can feel it. The serenity is just growing deep and it's real. Three, you, you've, you're starting to believe it. You understand that by the time I get to one, you're going to understand the meaning of life. Two. Jason Anderson, everyone, giving you the meaning of life and serenity now. <laughs> serenity now. <laughs> Yay. You're next comedian I also don't remember where she's from because I didn't I didn't do any uh, I didn't I didn't do any research at all but I know she's from far away it's not from California no it's from can I get I don't even remember Pennsylvania sure I'll guess she's from not California everybody put your hands together for Elena There's a lot of places that aren't California. I can count two. Um, So I am from far away, not that far. I live in Portland. Um, Sure. Um, So I flew down here this morning and I had like a series of just like weird run-ins. The flight attendant, so by like a weird act of God, I got an exit row without having to pay extra which like, I don't know what good thing I did recently, but bless up. Uh, but the flight attendant stopped me and she was like, um, honey, are you old enough to sit in the exit row? I wasn't wearing makeup at the time and I'm very young faced, I don't know. Um, but do you guys know what the minimum age is for sitting in the exit row? 15. It's 15 goddamn years old. <laughs> So one person thought I was 15 and I was sitting at a bar before I came here and the bartender just buys me a shot and he's just like, it looks like you had a rough day. (laughs) 
So I just, I realized, I mean, I look, it's just like a 15-year-old that's had the shit kicked out of her. And he's like, I know that you're 15, but it's cool that you're in here, because like, clearly you're going through something. Um, I do live in Portland. I reached my one-year Portland anniversary a couple weeks ago. That always gets really mixed responses. Some people are like, oh my god, good for you. And most of them are just like, fuck you. Um, People in Portland don't want you moving to Portland. People in Portland don't want you moving to Portland. (laughs) Um, Portland is a fine city. It offers the amenities of many other major metropolitan cities, such as pho after 9 p.m. and a bus system that seems to do okay. Um, But the one thing that I do just fucking hate about Portland is the people that are like... Portland is so weird. Like, keep Portland weird. Like, Portland's weird like a 14-year-old girl is, like, so random. (laughs) Just like, sweetie, nothing's random. Nothing. Um, I'm really glad to be in the Bay Area. I love San Francisco. I love the air moves here in a way that it doesn't, there was sun today. It's the first time I've seen it in a while. Uh, Made me rethink some things. Uh, But last time I was in San Francisco, I was down in the Tenderloin. It was like after a show, it was like midnight. I was eating street meat from a not authorized dealer of street meat. (laughs) I was really desperate, it was a rough night. Um, But the Tenderloin, you guys know, is kind of a weird place at that time of night. like a lot of dudes, like a lot of dudes, um, and I'm not like fuckable. Like you look at me and you're just like that girl, <laughs> that girl's done. I'm just like a mo- like I'm a 15 year old that's had the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> you're just like, all right, if you need a place to stay tonight. Um, but so like a lot of guys that night were just like, hey babe, they didn't say that. It was bitch probably. Um, like. What you doing tonight? You want to come hang out? And when I didn't respond, they like flipped me off and yelled at me because God, fuck me for saying no to dudes. <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, but I noticed that like the Tenderloin's trying to rebrand itself. So there's these signs at the top of all the light posts that say like the Tenderloin. We tend to know our neighbors. <laughs> It's like, you tend to know your neighbors because they are legally obligated to introduce themselves to you per California state law because they are all sex offenders is what I learned personally. Um, I think calling Portland weird is just like a fun, sexy way to say that we have a really underserved homeless population. For example, um, I worked at a homeless shelter in downtown Portland. I'm telling you that because I'm just like a really good person. Just like really good. Um, And on my first day working at this homeless shelter, um, so there's short-term housing, there's long-term housing. The list for long-term housing is like thousands of people long and you have to check in every week. So this guy pops in and he's like, hey, what number am I on the housing list? Feeling super competent at my job type it into the old Macintosh, but like the old one, because it's a homeless shelter. It's like Mac Classic. Um, And I was like, you're number 497, I say with a smile. Uh, 
Welcome to Portland, honey. Um, and I look up at him, and his fucking ear's falling off. And I was like, oh my God, your priority for the day was like, gonna see about some housing, and then we'll deal with the appendages. <laughs> like, didn't do a personal inventory first. Um, and so, I just look up at him and I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? Because I'm, once again, a really good person. Uh, and he was like, why? Do you think I need to like go to the hospital? I was like, you need to van go to the hospital. <laughs> I uh, laugh, lasted at that job for, that's a true story. I said that, like to a person who was suffering. <laughs> that's why I had to build up all the stuff about me being like a really good person. <laughs> Um, it was just really uncomfortable. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, I talk a lot of shit about Portland. Probably shouldn't. My whole family lives there. That's why I moved there. Um, I spent a lot of. I spent my summers there as a kid. Um, I used to go school shopping there because there's no sales tax. The Beckers had it down. Um, I was a really ugly kid. Like, if I were to compare myself to, my celebrity lookalike was Jeff from Men in Black, who's like the subway worm, whose teeth just curled like out. <laughs> um, and I had just like a helmet of hair. Um, my brothers used to sing the song, Dude Looks Like a Lady, as Dude Looks Like Elena. Good for you guys figuring that one out. Um, but I've gotten way hotter since then. I know that because my grandma reminds me of that every time I have to remind her that I'm gay. Because she's like, you're such a pretty girl. Like, you could totally date a man if you wanted to. Like, grandma, I know. I, I, know, I know how it works. But I found out recently, so they made the switch to um, assisted living, and I found out that bitch is a fucking liar. Um, so cleaning out their house, because fuck her, okay? Like, she did nothing to prepare herself to go. She was just like, I'm going and I'm buying new furniture. Do what you will with uh, the 40 years of alcoholic mess that I've left you. And um, so the first day I was cleaning out her house, I found like a stack of letters. And like some of them are from her kids when she was far away. I was like, you're a shitty mom. Um, and the other ones were from her ex-husband. And I was like, this is going to be boring, but fine. I will read. Um, <laughs> it's better than going through the rest of your shit. Um, and the, the letter starts off with, my darling dearest, something about sensual something about sensuous. It's kind of a one-trick pony. Um, and then he got into um, that Jan, the neighbor, had come over last night. And Jan wondered how my grandmother masturbated. And if my, my step, well, my, eh, somebody related to her was asking if, uh, if they could have a threesome with the neighbor. <laughs> And then on the second day, I went back. I found out like what people did before Craigslist that wanted to have um, threesomes. 
Like there's a catalog from 1977 that my grandmother had gone through and like treated it like the Sears robot catalog at Christmas time and like picked out other couples that she wanted to fuck. <laughs> and then on the last day, like the last day that we're cleaning out the house, like the cleaning crew is going to come in after us, I'm cleaning out her craft room and I find a stack of Polaroids, like thousands of Polaroids of my grandmother fucking other people <laughs> specifically specifically I have photos for this if you guys want to see them after this but specifically going down on women yes you fucking liar yes I'm Elena Becker Woo! thanks so much for being here Elena Becker soon to produce a new coffee table book of her grandma having threesome. That would be my favorite coffee table book if it was just a grandma with the Polaroids doing threesomes. It'd be fun. That'd be fun for us all to watch. Elena Becker, yay! I feel like a dick. A friend asked me earlier, they're like, they're like, um, you don't have a queer show on your thing. And I was like, well, I didn't ask anybody if they were queer or not. Cause it's just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. They're all funny. I'm not going to choose people cause of their, but it was great. Cause the night already on the show, we had two queer people. Am I allowed to say queer? Is that a word I can use? Okay. Yay. Yeah. I never know. I have, I, I love all people. I'm a cisgendered female. <laughs> I'm going to say it. I'm saying it proud. <laughs> But I always wished that I was a boy because I wanted to be a ballerina when I grew up and I sucked as a girl, but if I was a bit of a boy, I would be famous. Ha ha! Your next comedian. It's true. If I would have been a boy, I'd be a famous ballerina right now. It's absolutely true. Very sad about my gender confirmation as a child. I went through Catholic. No, I didn't go through Catholic confirmation. Anyways, uh, Jesus, yay. Your next comedian, super funny guy. I'm super excited that I think I can finally pronounce his name. Everybody, give it up for Mike German! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, you added, you added some letters, took some letters off. It's fine. It's okay. It's all right. Thank you, everybody. I, uh, it's, I'm excited to be I, I I just recently moved here from Denver. I, I, I've been in San Francisco a little while now. Uh, I like the city. There's an aggression to the homelessness that I wasn't quite prepared for. I was walking out of one of your fine local establishments called Subway, and uh, as I was walking out, this woman asked me for a dollar. And I said, oh, sorry, I don't have a dollar. And without breaking eye contact, she just dropped her pants and started peeing right there. <laughs> eye contact the whole time, as if to say, you could have stopped this if you gave me a dollar. <laughs> Do you guys ever walk down the street here, and like, you're walking down the sidewalk, and there's a wet spot on the sidewalk. You're like, that's probably piss. And so you walk around, right? But then sometimes, you'll be walking down the sidewalk, and the entire sidewalk is soaked. You're like, this can't all be piss. <laughs> But you cross the street anyway. You're like, no, not going to risk it. Not going to risk it. Pretty exciting Friday for you, for you guys, for me, for you guys. Uh, I finished a chapstick today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Pretty exciting, pretty exciting. Uh, I started thinking, do you remember back in home ec, there's an assignment where they gave you an egg. You're supposed to look after the egg all week. That's supposed to see whether or not you're going to be a good parent. Screw that. Just give them a chapstick at the beginning of the year. See if they can finish it. Way more similarities. Yeah. Way more similarities in raising a child and finishing a chapstick. You know, you can't uh, leave it in a car on a hot day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably want to check around in the laundry. Make sure it's not in there before you start a load. 
you accidentally drop it in a urinal, leave it. Get a new one. Kind of want a fresh baby. I do not have children myself. I've been married seven years now. And, uh, and people are like, hey, you guys going to have kids? When are you guys going to have kids? And our answer is basically, you know, we like how things are now. We, we like to travel, go to concerts, stay out late, that sort of thing. People are like, well, that's sort of a selfish attitude. Not if you don't have kids. I'm cool with it. You got to be sure you want kids, right? You can't just think you want them. I got a closet full of shit I thought I wanted. Like, I was positive I wanted to learn how to play guitar. Then I finally got one. Within a month, that thing was in the closet gathering dust. So I don't want to think I want kids. Get a year into it. Be like, you know what? Not as entertaining as I thought. (laughs) Just stick them in a closet. Forget about them for nine years. Then one day I'm looking for a Frisbee. Oh, shit. There's that kid. He's just sitting there strumming the guitar. Looks up, he's like, hola, papa, como esta? Oh, man, you were listening to the Rosetta Stone CDs, weren't you? Your dad didn't make it through those. Actually, somebody complained to me once. She said, I don't like that joke. I think it's sad. I said, yes, it is sad, but not for the reason that you think. Sad part of that joke is not a little kid being left in the closet for nine years. It's uh, me in my 40s looking for a Frisbee. Kind of pathetic. I was reading about a woman recently who, who got kicked out of a restaurant for, uh, for breastfeeding her kid. Uh, some people complained they thought it was gross. If we're going to outlaw breastfeeding in public, I think we just need to go ahead and outlaw all eating in public. Because if you think a woman breastfeeding a child is gross, take a good look around at Denny's sometime. I've seen a pancake used as a napkin. I've seen a dude chewing on something hard. Take it out, look at it, and pop it back in. At that point, a woman breastfeeding a child kind of spruces the place up a little bit. Flip side of the whole breastfeeding in public thing, some people don't think it should be allowed because they think it's sexual, right? There's a boob involved. Oh, did the dog get out? Oh, oh he's about to pee. Shit. I've never been heckled by a peeing dog. Uh, all right. Give him a dollar. Give him... <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but some people think the breastfeeding above the thing, they think it's sexual, right? Because there's a boob involved, right? Very, very filthy. Cannot have that. Yeah, if you think that a woman breastfeeding a child is a sexual turn-on, that's on you. That is an issue that you're dealing with. And if that's the case, I understand why you don't want to see a woman breastfeeding in public. You don't want your friends to find that out about you. That is a weird boner to have to explain. All right, I thought people would like the weird boner joke more, but that's fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I guess, oh, my, my wife got me a new Fitbit for Christmas. I don't, yeah, I don't wear it, though. I don't, like any of those fitness trackers. I think they're creepy, right? They, fitness trackers, they, they like track all your steps. They track wherever you go during the day. They, they track when you're asleep. Basically, if your neighbor did half of the shit that your Fitbit does, you would call the cops immediately, since it's a fitness gadget, you can log on to your computer. You're like, oh, sweet. Can I hook it up to Facebook? This would be great. Uh, Fitbit, it's it, like, the, the weird thing about the Fitbit is like it tracks your sleep, right? It, it tells you, you you were asleep from 11.52 to, to 8.03. Uh, your heart rate was a little elevated by 11.15. You were probably fucking. Um, 
But the track, because I, here's the deal. I know if I sleep shitty, I don't need a little gadget to tell me if I sleep. It's like comedy. Like if I'm doing a shitty set at comedy, I don't need to get done and have somebody go, man, that sucked. I already know that. All right. <laughs> Fitbit doesn't do that. Did you know that, uh, did you, did you think the Fitbit jokes were over? They're not. Uh, <laughs> do you know that your Fitbit can be used to solve crimes? Like, if you're the suspect in a murder or something, they can uh, download the information on your Fitbit, and then they'll uh, subpoena it and all that shit, and they'll be like, you know what? You were there the night of the 29th, and they'll lock you up. Uh, the question I have is, who in the shit wears their Fitbit when they murder somebody? <laughs> Listen, I know you're probably in the company wellness program. You got to get those steps in, right? Got to get a lot of steps. Leave the little snitch at home, right? <laughs> Better yet, buy, buy a ticket to the movie. Take your Fitbit in, leave it in the back, right uh then go go do your murder <laughs> come back get your fitbit you just gave yourself an alibi just plan ahead a little bit <laughs> got to get out of here in a second but i want to i want to show you something real quick i i was at uh safeway the other night just it was late at night uh and i went through the little uh you scan checkout thing and the person before me hadn't taken the receipt this is it i think maybe the reason they hadn't taken is because they were in a little bit of a hurry because a receipt tells a little story. It was February 26, 2017. 11.41 p.m. Number of items sold, one. Plunger. That's a, that's a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. And hopefully some new bathroom rugs after that. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it up there. Thank you very much. rugs in the bathroom who does that why would you do that uh, it's always funny when people have the the pee covers on their toilets like the old grandmas and they have you know like a fluff on them and you're like what am I supposed to and you go in that when you're vomiting you can smell all the piss on top of that you know cover nobody else vomits in a lot of t- I'm the only alcoholic in the room vomiting in a lot of toilets around the city cool great uh, your last comedian of Pam Tess's Comedy Clubhouse is from Seattle, and he's hilarious. Uh, we've been able to hang out on a bunch of podcasts, and I've heard his jokes, and he's, you guys are in for a motherfucking treat! <laughs> Clap your hands wildly for Joe Kelly! <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Pam, for doing all this fun stuff all weekend. It's been a, it's been a wonderful time. I, uh, I, love, I love hot dogs very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's something I enjoy. Nah, fuck that thing. <laughs> yeah, we're off to a good start. I love hot dogs. It's cute as shit. I'm sorry I said that. All right. I love hot dogs very much, guys. I don't, uh, I don't, like, I don't like the judgment that comes with when you tell somebody you like hot dogs because if you're like, hey, man, I had 12 hot dogs today, you're going to be like, oh, my God, you're going to die. But if I'm like, I had 12 hot dogs in a minute, you're like, oh, my God, what'd you win? <laughs> so nothing. I was just real hungry. <laughs> I love pizza very much, too. That's something I enjoy. I, uh, you know, it's pizza I eat, guys. I eat all the pizza. Love it so much. I don't know what leftover pizza is. My buddy was like, you want some leftover pizza? I'm like, what is that? He's like... It's pizza from yesterday. I'm like, dude, you got a pizza time machine? 
That's pretty dope. <laughs> uh, I like to get I like to get a little, little bit a little bit high from time to time. That's something. Another thing I enjoy to do. This set is called Things I Enjoy to Do. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, I like getting high. The other, it, last week I got so high I thought I had a bank account. <laughs> and I and I tried to close it. <laughs> I went in, went up to the bank teller and I was like, I would like to close my bank account, please. And the bank teller was like, What? And I was like, Can I get a burrito? <laughs> and then I left. It's a great time. I uh, oh oh, you guys uh, you guys know uh, when you're uh, getting ready to take a shower and you get all naked. And then right before you get in the shower, you look in the mirror and you go, I'm the macho man, Randy Savage, brother. <laughs> I did a couple push-ups today, so the abs are feeling tight, you know? I'm feeling pretty good. Do you guys do that? Does everybody, you guys look in the mirror and pretend you're somebody better than who you are? <laughs> I figured that a wrestler from the 80s. It's, yeah. All right, right on. That's very fun. He's dead. He's a dead guy. I've been uh, I've been hanging out at this gay bar lately. It's pretty. I've been doing push-ups, trying to eat right. I want some fucking attention, you know. <laughs> but I don't know. Like I don't know if uh, if it's PC to call it a gay bar anymore. I don't want anybody mad at me. Like I don't know if I'm just supposed to call that bar that has Daddy Night on Thursdays. <laughs> I don't want to make anybody upset. But it's like, what is daddy night, you know? Is that where, like, somebody takes you out back and sprays you with a hose until you can throw a spiral? Is that what daddy night is? <laughs> the poster wasn't very enticing either. Just a big dude with studded leather. I was like, I'm not, I'll never be here on a Thursday night. This is terrible. You guys know, have you ever heard that question, would you suck a dick for a million dollars? My answer is a $3 IPA. That's how much I'll do it for. I found that out. <laughs> Find out interesting things about myself. It's a good deal. Yeah, they're fucking four here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I was, uh, I was trying to get a job for Lyft because I got, I got this minivan, so I figure I can fit a bunch of people in there and make a lot of money. But Lyft has a rule where you can't drive for them if you have a minivan and live in it. So, so I'm not driving for Lyft. Might just sell ice cream instead, you know? You never know. I'm still, I want to make some money. I don't want to use my van. So what I want to do is I want to combine Lyft and Tinder. And it's, uh, it'll work real easy. It's like, we'll match and it will show me your exact location. I'll show up and we can fuck in my van. If you use the promo code HOMELESS, you get 20% more dick. Because I'm holding back most of the time. I got a little bit more to give. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> it's fun people don't believe me if I, I'm like hey I live in a van they're like do you really live in a van it's like why would I lie about my life being in shambles you know <laughs> such a terrible question it's been like two years and when I first decided to do it my friends were a little bit worried but they weren't concerned with like my health or my well-being they're like Joe how are you going to get ladies to have sex with you in a van and I wouldn't expect a lady to have sex with me in a van that's why I got a tent you know <laughs> I keep it classy <laughs> it's great because you could be like I could just go set it up on mission in 22nd and no, everyone would just think it's a homeless tent but really it's a sweet fuck party you know <laughs> come on down guys we'll, we'll bond 
That's a good euphemism, isn't it? Would you like to bond with me later? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, some people, like, sometimes people will be like, man, if you go, I live in a van, people will be like, I wish I could do that. And it's like, no, you don't. That's not so, wish is too strong of a word for that, you know? People, people wish that their, their parents were still alive or wish they didn't have cancer. Like, you don't wish your life was worse off than it already is. I don't know if they're trying to be nice or not. If you found a lamp and you rubbed it and a genie popped out, I was like, hey, you get three wishes. Be like, I wish I lived in a van. That genie would be like, are you sure? Like, yep. <laughs> Poof, now you live in a van. Your next wish would be, I wish I didn't live in a van. You don't have to wish for it. Just keep fucking up. That's what happens. <laughs> it's just real simple. You don't have to try so hard. <laughs> just true. I uh, I learned I learned recently that the that the word waterboarding is not a slang term for surfing. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense to me. So you got skateboarding, you got snowboarding, waterboarding makes perfect sense. When people are getting outraged, like, oh, the U.S. government waterboarding is waterboarding terrorists. But I'm like, what better way to teach terrorists how freedom works than show them how to ride some sick tubes, you know? <laughs> getting pitted. <laughs> but it, it, it turns out waterboarding means simulated drowning. But if you don't know how to surf, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. I'm going to try and run it in the ground real quick, though. So, <laughs> I feel like that would be a more appropriate form of torture. Because if you just went to Guantanamo Bay and it's just a bunch of surfboards, no one can get, like, too mad about that, you know? And then you just be like, hey, terrorists, go ride that wave. And then you would crash and be like, who caused 9-11? He's like, I don't know. And you're like, drag him back out there then. And he crashes again. You're like, who caused 9-11? He's like, Dick Cheney. You're like, all right, bring him back in. We got everything. We got everything we need to know. That's, that's silly. I, uh, there's like a lot of tension, a lot of tension in the world right now. Everyone's talking about uh, we should be practicing loving everybody and respecting everybody. I think that's a good thing. We should be practicing that. But I also think people need to practice being easier to love because everyone makes it so goddamn difficult. I try. Every day I wake up, I'm like, today's the day. I'm going to love everybody. I'm going to respect everybody. And then I see a motherfucker with a cat on a leash. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah way better than a cat anyway <laughs> I don't know I probably got someone mad at me there's gonna be a blog later no I don't like cats I uh, um okay this joke is this it's, it's, it's a little bit mean I'll be honest with you this joke's a little bit mean but my feelings were hurt when I wrote it so I feel like that's how I can justify it is uh I was hanging out with this lady, and I liked her. You ever make that mistake? Liking somebody? Don't do it. It's dumb as shit, right? Trying to be vulnerable. And she goes, uh, she goes, will you be my purse for the night? And I thought that was like, like, that sounds pretty romantic. Like, you want me to be that thing that you keep by your side all night, keep all your secrets in? That sounds romantic. And she's like, I just want you to hold my phone. And I was like, oh, well, will you be my wallet for the night? And she's like, you want me to hold your money? I was like, I don't need money. I just want to stick this old condom in you. Let's <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you. Joe Kelly, everyone. Having sex with old condoms. That's the way you get babies someday. Yay. Abortions are cool. 
Uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse tonight. We're going to have like a nine minute break and we're going to come back with two headliners. It's East Coast versus West Coast. Headliners, Tony Sparks, V. Andy Picaro. We got San Francisco, 17 years versus Philadelphia and New Jersey and New York and all kinds of other shit. It's going to be great. Thank you guys so much for being here. This was super awesome. Uh, stick around. Bye. Yay. Alex. Hey. Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com This is Tuchel Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an 
awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRack. <laughs> SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S., from Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, JankyTown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. 
We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato. Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a Tomato Produce Company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs... 2055 Jared Avenue. Starting up the sirens, gang, because we're going to get wild, everybody. We're going to get crazy. That's Floating Goat. They're playing in the fills. They're a great local metal band. Uh, DCAB drummer comedian Aaron Barrett, the drummer of that band, is right now being the uh, drum tech for Death Angel. They're playing right now at the something, the Regency. Yay! But we love uh, Floating Goat, and they always play in the fills for us at Pam Jastis Comedy Clubhouse. If you haven't liked them on Facebook, please like Floating Goat. They're an amazing, amazing metal band. Yes! We are here right now for the Headliner Show! These comedians are real fucking comedians. Like, they actually get booked in places and get paid to do their craft. Craft. I'm calling it a craft instead of an art because no one believes that comedy is an art. You can't, you can't get an MFA in comedy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can. It's just at a non-accredited university. And it's called Open Mics. Yay! Yay! Someday, I pray that comedy, you'll be able to get an MA or an MFA in comedy. And wouldn't that be a beautiful time? It'd be like poetry that people will actually listen to. It'll be so fun. It'll be great. You can change the world with your comedy. I'm so excited. Uh, So this is the East Coast versus West Coast headliner challenge. Uh, We have two amazing headliners tonight. Uh, your first, you know, everyone knows him and loves him because he's been running the best open mic in San Francisco for the past 17 motherfucking years. That's right. 17 years of doing an open mic. If he hasn't been to hell and back, I don't know who has. Like, he has seen the worst and the best and the worst and the worst (laughs) over and over and over. And he still smiles and is a nice human being, which I can't believe. He's the nicest human I might have ever met. He's a really amazing human being. 
uh, because he listens to all of our bullshit every week, whether we bomb or, or soar above the clouds, joyous, musical, magical wonderland. It's not musical at all. It's just a microphone and people talking. I know, comedy's so weird, right? It's like, ah. He, but he's been listening to it for more than 17 years, and he's going to knock your socks off because he's like the funniest guy ever. You guys are going to love him. If you don't know him, then you're an asshole. And if you do, <laughs> you better clap harder than you've ever clapped before because he's our first headliner of the night. Everybody, put your hands together for Tony Sparks. Keep applauding. Hey, I wanted to un I wanted to unzip my jacket so you can see how fat I am. All right. Hey, hey, humans! Uh, thank you so much for coming out. Uh, uh, I hope I do well. All right. Hey, hey, listen. Uh, I I gotta be honest with you. I don't I don't like coming in this fucking neighborhood. All right. Cause y'all got a lot of fucking raccoons in this motherfucker. All right. Now dig this. Uh, see, this is the deal. Raccoons. Uh, we, we've been having a few for a long time, man, because raccoons don't have salivary glands, right? You know what I'm saying? And uh, every time I see them, I spit to make them mad, all right? <laughs> so there's this raccoon up the street. His name is Bobby, right? Now, Bob, me and Bobby, you, we used to fuck the same girl, right? But when Bobby would go down on her, right, it would hurt because she, you know, no salivary glands and scratch up the pussy, right? So... <laughs> I'm glad you guys laughing. The women are like, oh, cringe. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, me and Bobby had the same, this few, because the girl liked me better, because I'm moist. All right? Yeah. How you, it's black women here. Hey, how y'all doing? God damn it. What the fuck? Thank you so much for coming out. So I don't feel alone. All right? Because uh, I got, when I moved to this town, I was like, what the fuck? What happened? This is white mecca, y'all. Uh, if you ain't enjoying the life being white, you just a lazy motherfucker, all right? All right, you need to get your shit together. Because this used to, and I feel bad with the current administration because uh, lazy white people used to have it good here, you understand? Now all you lazy white people are niggas now, all right? <laughs> so I am, I am, on behalf of all black people, I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> I'm sorry, your life is fucked up. Uh, man, and, and it's, you know, I got to tell you, you know, uh, uh, Pam, give it up for Pam for being so beautiful and wonderful. I, I, always, I always feel really uncomfortable when I am not hosting do you know you know what i mean because i host everything a garage sale a drive-by a cockfight i don't give a fuck you understand as long as they got sandwiches i'm down with it you understand <laughs> but 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 like you know when you don't when you don't you're in there like a, oh a different oh shit i gotta say something you know you're in a different position so hey how you doing sugar boo yeah is this your man oh that is so sweet yeah how long y'all been together Ah, there you go. And you let him answer. That is beautiful. All right. Uh, you, uh, yeah, we know who has the real power, don't we, sir? All right. <laughs> Did she put you in that jacket? Really? Oh, she let you wear it because ain't nobody going to fuck you wearing that jacket. You ain't going to get no. 
You ain't gonna no extra pussy in that jacket, son. <laughs> yeah, if you was holding the cup, somebody would drop a quarter in it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't get no pussy. Uh, yeah. But I gotta tell you, you, <laughs> you, uh, you can catch somebody. All right, yeah. There you go. Don't hang out at, in Hunters Point. All right, because you, yeah, because you Hunters Point, because she curvy. You know they, you know, a brother would go for that. All right, he ain't gonna tell you. All right, <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know how niggas get down. Anyway, uh, <laughs> am I being too real? I'm sorry. I don't, because uh, I don't really fucking care uh no because i you might as well be honest about shit you understand what i'm saying like like one thing that people don't you know i, I can do this because she ain't here hey uh <laughs> i you know like i most of the relationships i've been in have been very abusive all right um yeah i've dated women that just straight out of jail ugly angry you know just hard like oh you can strike a match on the back of the bitch's neck hard you know what i mean <laughs> you know like you know, she like, she like, you know, you be in the bed with her, she rubbing on you, say, you remind me of my wife in prison, you know, shit like that. What the fuck? Just fucking scary ass women. And you fuck, you think you're doing your best work? You like, oh, you in there, oh. And she go, are you gay? Oh. What the fuck? Oh my God. Anyway, so 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 I gotta tell you, like most of like I'm I'm happy because I just got a brand new place, man. I, I live in a fucking crack hotel, but I am I am away from this woman. Today I discovered something. Uh, I discovered a roach. Uh, today it might be the same roach because he kept coming through. Uh, this morning he came in and I tried to catch him, but he had the paper under his arm. He went to the bathroom, locked the door, take a shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a big motherfucker, Roach. And I gotta tell you something, when the shit is over, who gonna be around? Roaches, you know what I'm saying? Roaches gonna be here. Roaches are gonna be here, all right? So make one of them your friend, all right? That's like the revolution, when the shit is over, you can hang out with the roaches and shit. There you go. How long y'all been together? Oh, y'all y'all not really together? Oh, I'm sorry. She Right away she was like, I would never fuck him. Right away, and then you just you were just looking really sad. You were just looking really sad, like a like. Yeah, that's all right, brother. And no, 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 brother, don't keep swinging. All right, if you ain't gonna get it, you ain't gonna get it. All right, but you guys kind of have the same little, really little, young and fresh look, like you both drink milk and shit. You know what I'm saying? You guys look really fresh, like 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 you go to church every Sunday and everything, man. All right, do you go to church, pimp? No, oh, okay, all right then. What about you, sugar nasty? All right, there you go. All right, I can see where she could be evil. Anyway, so you are actually dodging a bullet. All right, there you go. Because sometimes they look good on the outside, but when you get them alone, they, you know, they like fucking, ah, you know, just fuck you up. All right. Now, are you guys buddies right here, you two sugars? Yeah? How long y'all been friends? Yeah, yo. You see that rhythm? About a year together. Like, wow. Don't it piss you off when short motherfuckers come at you, huh? I know, I know. But check it out. If you, you know, if you 
marry a short guy and you guys have a child, it'll balance out. All right, baby? Okay? Because if you marry a big guy and you have a kid, you have a really giant child. All right? And you better pray it's not a girl. All right? Because <laughs> she's going to be fucking giant. And, uh, and it's going to be bad in school. Because uh, I got my ass kicked a lot in school by big bitches. All right? I, I got my ass kicked a lot. Because my mom said, my mom said, Tony, hey, fuck you up. You know, like, I got to just go, I got to take it. You know, you just got to fucking, I remember so many times going to the office after a blackout from one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> I like this dude. Are you friends with this cat right here? No. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. You had to look at him first. Like, oh, where am I? Uh, <laughs> are you friends with any of these white people? Huh? Just Pam? Oh, okay. That's what I love about you, Pam. You, you hang out with minorities, all right? You, you might not necessarily like them, but you have them around. <laughs> I want I'm not gonna, I won't say, I just saw something really racist, but I'm not gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> I am not gonna say it. I really don't, I usually don't drink uh, people, uh, but if I drink, I really like to drink and have pills too. Uh, <laughs> I like fucking Oxycontin, you know what I'm mean? saying? Oxycontin, I can fuck through a whole movie with Oxycontin, baby. Oxycontin is the shit, boy. I'm gonna tell you some shit, cause I, well, I used to, I used to date this girl that lived in the trailer park, right? And uh, she all, she worked at a hospital, so she always fucking had pills, Jack. All right, she had fucking like Viagra, Levitra, Cialis, and shit. You understand? Know so I tried all that shit, right? And uh, oh my God, we used to like turn on a movie and see if we could fuck till it was over. You know what I mean? We used to like time that shit. That was beautiful. She was embarrassing to be around though. Uh, Cause she was, she was like, she, she talk like this. She talk like this. She sound like Mexicans, you know. And I, like that's embarrassing, baby. Don't. If you don't like Mexicans, just don't say shit, bitch. <laughs> and then come to find out her first husband was Mexican. See, that's why she didn't like him, right? And, he, uh, he, and it's not his fault that he got arrested. You know what I'm saying? Because brown people, we get arrested for nothing, all right? Uh, sorry, okay? Because white people, if you got arrested tomorrow, you actually did some shit, all right? All right? <laughs> You understand? They find that body in your basement and you out, all right? And that's the kind of crime that you look like you would do, all right? You look like you would eat a face. You do, brother. You, you have that look. Like you, you like have your produce and body parts and <laughs> right in the refrigerator, goddammit. But like black people, we could be at motherfucking 7-Eleven just watching a hot dog rotate, you know? And, and they be like, hey, what, what the fuck you doing? You know? Like, you guys can fucking call the police right now and say, the nigga's telling us jokes. My ass is gone like a motherfucker, Jack. <laughs> hey, do I know you, pimp? Do I know you from somewhere? Uh, no, 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 maybe. Do I know you? If you say maybe, I'm never going to trust your ass again. Uh, <laughs> where, where do I know you from? Oh, okay. All right. You about to scare me because, like, it's a life I have that don't nobody know about. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't tell people all your shit. You understand shit, you know. 
But I, I got I right now, y'all, in my life, I'm feeling very fucking euphoric, man. It is great. Yes, I got to be honest with you. I have not been this happy. Uh, the last time I was this happy, it was broken up by finding out that I had impregnated a young woman. Uh, yeah, because I, oh shit. Uh, yeah, I went through a really, really bad Oxycontin wine period. I did, boy. And, uh, woo! And somebody got pregnant, and I thought the bitch was 40, and uh, it turned out she was 20 something. Uh, <laughs> But it, it, she was huge, you know. She was a big, big, angry woman. I mean, she was fucking huge. Like, I mean, five more pounds, and she would have been like, you know, she would have been just laying in the bed saying, "Bring me a sandwich," you know. Uh, <laughs> she was a big bitch. Anyway, uh, and very angry, very angry. I don't know if you guys ever experienced a cankle kick to the face. All right. I got that shit. She would have broken you, little man. She would have told your ass up. There you go. You got to when you go looking for women, you got to go on like on a midget website, don't you, pimp? You, you got. I got to find the smallest bitch in here. Yeah. You know, I know a lot of brothers say they they be like, hey, I want that midget bitch. She got a big ass. You know, like, <laughs> no. She got really short hands, so she can't really reach. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I used to live, you know what? I used to live with midgets. I didn't know it. Uh, no. Uh, because when I moved into the place, they snuck in behind me. Uh, and I didn't realize they were there until mushrooms started popping out of the carpet, right? You understand? Know, I was like, every morning, why is there a rainbow in this motherfucker, you know? <laughs> they were dirty. They were filthy. Anyway, I feel sorry for people, little people, man, because they got them little big arms, you know, and a complete adult head and torso, you know, and them little bitty legs and shit, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to wipe. I'm telling you, man. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just telling you the truth, man. All right. All right. My mouth is getting dry. That means I need some actual alcohol. All right. Uh, <laughs> so who are you here with, Speckles? Me? Yeah. Um, Andy. And, oh, shit, Andy. Hey, get down, man. Whoa. I don't ever want a woman to follow me again to a show. All right. <laughs> I'm serious. I just, and right now, man, I, I got to be honest with you. I don't, I don't like young women, all right? Fuck a young girl because y'all have a period and you are fucking evil, all right? <laughs> I like women that are old and their dreams are crushed, all right? I like them just old and damaged. And, and you know, like, I'm going to tell you something. That gravity hits and then, boo, everything is just, woo, you know? That's, uh, it's, like a, it's like a fucking ride at the fucking carnival baby because them, them breasts become like memory foam jack you uh, uh you lay on they fucking beautiful and i gotta tell you something you you uh, there might be a woman here that you think you are putting it down in bed all right well let me tell you something this old dame got time on your ass all right so she don't work the bugs out right even with that broken hip and that hysterectomy she can get down all right she can fucking work that shit. Oh, shit. Were you a cheerleader? You know, like that. 
That shit is fucking beautiful. Uh, so I like old, old ass women because they don't want nothing but you to just be with them, you know? Young girls, they be asking for shit. I'm hungry, you know what I'm I need, my throat is dry, I need jank, you know, like, old women already got that shit, you understand what I'm saying, you get that from them, and they'll buy you some shoes and everything, you know, <laughs> fucking like old ass women, Jay. no arguments, no nothing, man, they done already gone through menopause, so it done drained all the fucking life out of their system, you understand, <laughs> ain't no more fight left, you know, you ain't got to pretend like it's the 60s, and yeah, let's, you know, anyway, uh, <laughs> That never happens to me. I'm just like this. Uh, stop it. Because uh, women beat my ass. All right. Uh, that's a truism. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, there was something else I wanted to fucking tell you guys. Hey, listen. You know, this is a thing, man, that I always think about uh, with stand-up. And I see you new faces and stuff. Uh, most of y'all going to quit. Uh, most of y'all. Look around. Everybody who doing comedy is going to be like one or two left, all right? Because this shit is tough to do, all right? Uh, there's the thing. There's a, there's, a, there's a dynamic in this thing that we do, the business end of it, and most people are like, what? You know, like dumb. Uh, and that's the thing that's going to make you successful, all right? I know this because I was successful once, and then, then I moved here uh, to the land that hated me. Uh, See, that, no, y'all got to understand, say, like, this is very new. Like, I love you guys. You know that. And I know, I know that I think maybe you like me. All right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I, I have to say this. I really don't trust white people. Anyway, uh, <laughs> not really. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no, because I, I can tell you, when I moved here, I came from Arkansas, right? I came from Little Rock fucking Arkansas, the land of opportunity, all right? My opportunity was fucking leaving, all right? <laughs> they, had another, they had another phrase. It was Arkansas is a natural. Well, shit is natural. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is the thing, though, man. I move here, right? And then, like, you know, down south when they hate you, they tell you right up. They're like, hey, we don't like niggers. You need to get the fuck out of here. Or, like straight in your fucking face, right? Here it's like, oh, I'm sorry. We're closed. <laughs> fucking assholes so I would have done better if I was a tree or a puppy <laughs> I had a black therapist he said brother Sparks you worry too much <laughs> Uh, I had a, you know what? I went. I was going to the doctor, and and I had this this really old. They gave me this really old doctor. He was a white Ken. He was always like shaking and shit. And I was like, this is some bullshit, right? <laughs> I said, you know what? I want to have a black doctor, right? That was a fucking bad idea. All right. <laughs> Because once I got that brother, he was like, he, the first thing he said to me, you're too fucking fat, you know? <laughs> Anything I told him, I said, I think maybe I have a hernia. He goes, yeah, you're too fucking fat, you know? That's all he said to me, and I was just so sad. So, so fucking sad. I did want to say this about comedy, man. Let me look at what I'm doing here. Oh, wow. I did want to say this about comedy uh, that's very important, humans. Uh, it's really tough to get up here and make people laugh, all right? It's really tough. I know you see people get up and do it, and you go, I can do that shit, you know? No, uh, because... <laughs> 
these people who worked very hard, they worked many years to perfect their voice and their style, all right? Understand that, all right? This is the thing. So when people come up here to do stand-up comedy, you need to give them some respect, all right? Because first of all, they're delusional and they snap, all right? <laughs> And number two, you never know who's going to be successful, all right? The person that really sucks ass sometimes is really big, all right? Uh, trust me, believe me, uh, I don't know, what, what's the guy, that Happy Gilmore guy, what's that? Adam Sandler. They used to fuck with Adam Sandler. See, I'm gonna tell you something, I've, I've always been the way I am. I've always been encouraging and loving because I had a family that, I, that actually encouraged me. Uh, and then when I started doing this shit, they go like, Motherfucker, what the fuck? Anyway, I guess they wanted to be an account me to be an accountant. Uh, but this is the thing though, uh, he was really he was terrible. I'm sorry, he was. But look at him now. He's a fucking he's a fucking millionaire. All right? So you never know who's going to be successful, people. So love and respect everybody, all right? I know it's gonna be tough for you, brother. All right, I know. <laughs> Because I done vibed you out. I know it's going to be tough for you. All right? I know you will, because this, this guy has a really great heart. All right? He does. This guy is so sweet and warm. He really needs to get fucked, though. All right? One of you ladies really need to go down on him. All right? All right? And you can even do teeth. He'll take that. All right? He'll, he'll fucking just, he'll just bear through it like, yeah, I like you, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, so keep that in mind, people, that when people are doing comedy, really love and encourage them because this is a really tough business. It's, it's tougher than even ballet, all right? It is. It is. Uh, and because in ballet, people don't scream at you, all right? They don't. They don't. And sometimes they throw shit, you know what I mean? I've, I've had people attack me on stage, but luckily, you know, someone was there to buffer it. But I've had, like, people run at me, like, usually women, like, ah! For you, motherfucker! You know, like, uh, like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to fuck you. I, it was lights were out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right, I got to get out of here, y'all. But listen, thank you so much. I hope you like what I did. Uh, the one thing you, you know, I make up most of the shit I say. You do you guys know that? Do you did you know that? Uh, yeah, I don't have an act, uh, so. <laughs> So it's, a, it's, it's amazing that I'm still doing this shit. Uh, <laughs> anyway, hey, y'all, be good to yourselves. Uh, thank you so much. I hope you liked me, uh, but uh, East Coast is going to win. Anyway, good night. Keep that clapping for the godfather of San Francisco comedy, Tony Sparks. Yes! I am so glad that you mentioned ballet because I was a ballerina and a cheerleader and I have one thing that I can still do as a 42-year-old woman to impress Tony Sparks. So I'm just going to do it real quick. Let's see if I can do it. I'm, I'm a little drunk. I'm going to hold on to the... That's because Tony Sparks mentioned ballet. Yay! 
I love Tony Sparks so much. You guys uh, go to the Brainwash all the time. Support Tony Sparks. Give him money. That would be that would be the best way to support Tony Sparks. Just give him cash. It'd be great. We're all any comedian that you like. Just give them money. That's exactly the way to support. If you like a comedian tonight, just walk up to them and give them a five dollar bill. That's the way to support your local comedian because they never get paid. Uh, and sometimes they don't even get beers. Uh, we're such dicks here. Uh, all right, your. Next headliner, East Coast first, West Coast, what? West Coast, West Coast, East Coast, East Coast. I've been trying to pretend that I'm a rapper sometimes. It's like a new fantasy I'm kind of working on, like that I'm Eminem, and I'm like, what? I don't know how he does it. I don't listen to that asshole. Uh, but your next comedian, you're going to listen to him so great. I have known him. I met him first at the Hilarious Comedy Festival in Seattle, and he is fucking so funny. Threes high. Turn three down. Threes. Wow, we have feedback. What? I'm sorry. I'm like directing from the stage. I'm such a dick. Uh, but you're, you're a second headliner. You're going to clap so hard because he's so great. He's from Philadelphia via the East Coast all the way down to New Jersey and all the stuff. But he's not a dick, which is so nice. Uh, everybody, you're going to love him so much. Clap your hands wildly for Andy Picaro. This is really like a, a fire hazard. <laughs> like... Let's call it what it is. <laughs> What's going on? This is cool to be here. It's like, this is packed. Wow, sellout. <laughs> this is crazy. This is, uh, I feel like this is a bookstore and we just moved everything out of it and now we're just gonna talk about a book that none of us read. That's what this feels like. How's it going? No, this is neat to be in San Francisco. I live in Pittsburgh now, actually. I live in Pittsburgh right now. I'm moving to LA and it's weird to be um, like in a city where people read. Like that's a lot, di- and everybody looks nice here in general. Not the comics or people we hang out with, obviously, but like people in general look nice here. It's weird. In the Midwest, we have a, a dress code. It's called "About to Paint a Room," <laughs> and none of you guys are following it. You guys are all different. Well, again, here is different because <laughs> there's a lot of comics in here and a lot of middle acts dressed like garbage, right? We fucking <laughs> we can afford to travel, but we cannot afford new shoes. You know what I mean? Like we can. We'll get an Airbnb, but our sneakers have fucking holes in them. Like, I got three in what I'm wearing right now, if you look hard. So, I don't know what's going on. I had two of those weed cookies. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. Who, they were really good. They tasted like real cookies. Like, they didn't taste like all, you know, like weed and stuff. Which is sometimes how they taste, because I guess that's what they're made of. No, it's neat to be here. I live in, like, a sea of red hats. I live in Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's real. It's real. Like being out here, people are like, I don't know how he won. Have you ever been to Lansing, Michigan? <laughs> yeah, I know why he won. <laughs> Fucking Lansing, Michigan. I'll tell you, places like that, pl- like places here are just so awful. It's so weird. People in my area got mad that Sears stopped selling the Confederate flag. <laughs> they got upset that Sears stopped selling it. Who the fuck asked Sears? Like seriously, why did they even... <laughs> Why'd they say anything? Why did the place where my grandpa buys slacks and screwdrivers have an opinion on a political issue? Like, everyone is way over their heads now. Like, I don't know what the fucking education secretary does. Who in here knows? Be honest. Who in here knows? You, you know? You, you know back there? Uh, people do know, but most of us fucking don't. Most of us have no idea. I have no idea. I, I had an opinion. 
But I also had zero idea. My one friend was like, well, they mandate laws. I'm like, well, that's a whole new Wikipedia page. Mandate? I don't know what the fuck that is. How are we going to... And I bet I found myself arguing about it. And I was anti-Betsy DeVos because Anderson Cooper is anti-Betsy DeVos. That's it. And when people ask my reasons, they're like, I don't know. Watch Anderson Cooper. He's got him. I can't keep up. I follow politics the same way I follow the NBA. I just wait and see who wins, and I just fucking buy that shirt. You know what I mean? And, and this is the first year in a while I had to buy a really fucked up shirt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like this show. I guess it's a hat now, right? Do they have shirts? I don't know. I was doing a show in, uh, in West Virginia, like, right after he won. I was in Martin's Ferry, which is actually in Ohio, but it's on the river right next to West Virginia. So it's fucking West Virginia. You know what I mean? It's really right next to it. And uh, first of all, I was checking into my hotel, and the dude had a fucking bat tattooed on his forearm, just like all of it. <laughs> a bat, like a, like a wingspan. Oh. <laughs> oh, what'd you think? I meant baseball bat? <laughs> and maybe I should describe that more. Give me a break. All right, so whatever. <laughs> so there is a... <laughs> There was a bat, like a, like a, you know, like a, and we were like, well, what are you, a big Batman fan or something, dude? And he was like, no, Halloween tattoos were half off. <laughs> That's what he said. And he's like, I didn't want to get a pumpkin. I was like, yeah, man, that would have been ridiculous. Like, fucking... I'm glad you didn't, I'm glad you didn't do, but That's how fucking dumb people are. It's really dumb. When you fly over the middle of the country and laugh like you should. It's fucking really weird. It's bizarre. Like, people just don't give a shit about anything. We watch reality TV all the time. That's all we do. I love Hoarders. You like that show? Yay! Right? That, I fucking love it. I love it. Because, like, somebody has, like, schizophrenia, and they got to solve it in, like, 45 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it would take decades of a medical professional. And, like, no, no, no. We got guys in blue shirts with trucks. They're going to... Like, I like that show American Pickers, too, you know what I mean? That's a fun show. But I don't know how they decide which house is which show. Right? Like, hey, look, subtract your number of antique typewriters from dead cats, and then we'll decide. Like, we're either going to send a hazmat team or two gay dudes. Either way, you're going to be on TV. It's going to be fun. <laughs> is that how they booked that? I don't know how those producers make phone calls. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm moving to L.A. I went to Central Casting, which, uh, with this face. I couldn't have... First of all, when I shave, like, clean, I just look like a fat girl. I do. I look like, I look like the girl you should have invited to your wedding because she ruined all the photos. That's what I look like. That's what I look like. I look like Karen, who's not having a very good time. That's a, And it's... It's discouraging. But oh, I forgot where I was going with that. But uh, now, no look is a good look for me, really. I don't have a good look. I don't. I look like something fucking that like they would have like drawn in a scary children's poem. You know what I mean? Like it looks like something. And it's just bizarre. Like I like like I like I just like the bathroom issue is a big issue right now. Like states are making laws about what bathrooms people can use and shit. It's like, haven't we been on the honor system with bathrooms forever, right? Like, it's, I've never been checked, right? Has anybody been checked? No one's been checked, right? No one has ever been checked once. If they were, it'd be like a huge fucking news story, right? It would not, it wouldn't be like an urban myth we'd know about it, right? So no one's being checked, just use it, just go ahead. 
I'm like, why are we waiting for people to say it's okay? Just use the one that you want. It doesn't, why are we even talking about it? Like, there's always been people who we didn't know what sex they were, and then they used the bathroom, and then we knew, right? <laughs> that's not new. That's been, a, that's, that's been around forever. Like, cavemen didn't know. So, every once in a while, somebody walked by, I'm like, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, it's close. I'm just saying, if I've never been checked with a clean shave, then nobody should ever be checked, right? Nobody should ever... Because if I'm cleanly shaven and somebody looks at me and goes, hey, that's Tiffany, you'd go, yeah, that's Tiffany. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Oh, gross. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to do like all the stuff I, that Pam hasn't seen. The show's all for you, Pam. <laughs> like, honestly, I keep, I keep, no, I keep looking at her. I'm like, oh, I think Pam's heard that one. So fuck, got to think of a new one. You know what I mean? That's how I'm going right now. No, it's, uh, it's been fun. Um, like, I'm glad, I am glad the election's over. Because it was so fucking tense before it. Like, I was, I was getting back before that story in West Virginia. Like, after he won, I was doing a show right across from, uh, from West Virginia, Ohio. And there was a dude who was wearing a Trump hat, a Trump t-shirt, and he embroidered a Trump, like, swimming jacket. Like, like Trump had a swimming team. <laughs> right? And it had 45 as the number. That happened. Like, in San Francisco, you guys got to be looking at me like, you might as well just had a fucking unicorn walked across. Like, seriously. There are people that did that. They're pumped up. And it's just weird. Like, I would have voted for Trump if he was running for uncle of the United States, right? <laughs> he would make a great uncle. Who would not want Uncle Trump? Right? All of our uncles are already like him. They just are fucking poor. You know what like, <laughs> You're just giving the same guy money. That's all it would be. Like, he would be the, be the best. Like, bad ideas would be a lot easier to take if you got a helicopter ride after, you know what I mean? But isn't it, it's fucked up. Like, it sucks. Like, guys have such a fucking unfair tilt with that. Like, no matter what you want to say about Melania, she's beautiful, right? She's a beautiful woman. Like, there's no two ways about it, right? And she's married to him. Right? Because money and power mean something. The dude's a fucking power. He's been a celebrity since I was, before I was born. Like, he's been a powerful dude for a long time. And power means something, right? And so he has a girl that looks like. If he looked, you know, like that, but he was a woman, would he be married to a European supermodel? <laughs> right? Who's that German president married to? Is it a dude that looks like Jason Statham? I'm positive that it's not, right? I know, because guys don't have that. We don't break up with girls because they aren't doing, like, they don't have a career or something, right? Like, no guy's ever come home and been like, look at her, just in her underwear, playing video games. I can't be around someone like that. Get the fuck, she has no drive, man. She was beautiful, but she can't even get through her second class of improv. So I'm getting her the fuck out of here. No, we'd never, we'd hold on, we'd marry you. <laughs> like, seriously. Quit your job, hang out on our couch, and never, you know, well, sometimes. It depends on who you're with. I, I'm in a really, oh, my good friend just laughed at me saying that. Thank you, Ray. Ray's a comedian uh, from Pittsburgh as well. He's, he's doing shows this weekend. Uh, no, 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 that wasn't, I was just explaining who he is. There was not supposed to be that. Can we all settle down? Okay, thank you. 
No, but we went to Alcatraz the other day. Fucking, oh my God. What a West Coast person thing to say to an East Coast person. Yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, how about all those fucking hills? Like, Jesus Christ, seriously? It was way before an elevator was built, I guess, because all it was was just walking up hills, and I was like, I want to fucking leave. Well, I can't imagine going to jail and being like, well, thank God I'm done with this fucking hill. It's so weird how in shape everyone on the West Coast is like, yeah, let's go fucking see a museum that causes us to have to hike. <laughs> Nobody on the East Coast would ever say that. We'd be like, is there a fucking helicopter ride too? Because there's no way. There's no fucking way. It's like only healthy, the healthy coast would do that. We don't do that shit. I want to lose weight though, especially when I'm in the West Coast because you guys make me feel like an asshole. <laughs> but I want to lose weight because like, we're never going to have a male plus size model, will we? No, that shit's not going to happen. That shit's gross. Right? The forms don't equal. Plus-size female models make sense. Nobody ever thought those women weren't attractive. It makes sense that they'd be models, right? But you say it's brave and courageous when you see them on a magazine, because it is. But you've never been at the beach and seen a big fat guy walk by and been like, oh, he's so brave. How, uh, how courageous of him to slowly break a chair in front of us as we try and look at the ocean thank you <laughs> nobody would want that i'm just saying seth rogan is not doing underwear I'd, all right that's not gonna happen it'd be gross no one wants to see that shit no i know i'm having trouble because i was walking up a hill here the other day and twice people stopped to ask me if i was okay <laughs> you guys are so friendly you're just checking in on the fat guy <laughs> i fucking love it though i love the west coast i honestly am really thirsty for this this is working out for me uh, it's, it's delicious. Actually, it's water, so it's not, but whatever. I drink a lot of soda, and my friends get, my one friend who's like healthy, she gets mad at me. She's like, man, you should just drink a beer instead of soda, right? Because soda's just as bad for you, one to one, right? Like, it's like, you just have, might as well have the beer, right? Same calories, exactly. But the thing is, is that we don't drink beer and soda the same way, do we? Like, you never woke up the next day like, oh, my God, I had 27 Coca-Colas. That was... That doesn't happen. It's not the same shit. It's like, why is Timmy puking? Too much Sprite. <laughs> Fucking can't take it. <laughs> it's not the same shit at all. I do. I, I kind of want to go to the gym, but, you know, all my friends who go to the gym, they talk about how great it feels. But you know what feels really great? Never going to the gym. <laughs> that fucking feels great. I love that. Uh, let's see what I want to talk about. I'm going to do some new stuff off my, you know, what does that disqualify me? What kind of, like, rules are we working with here? Oh, the verses? Okay. Oh, I want to make sure that I don't give, you know, Tony a win by technicality. <laughs> are any of you guys into wrestling? Listen to that tepid response. Like, like, you know, every red state people will lose their shit for three. I'll get a standing ovation. I, uh, I never got into wrestling because I never had an uncle with a boundary issue. <laughs> right? Like, you don't just own half-naked action figures at the age of 33. <laughs> there was an inappropriate tickle fight that led to that. You know what I mean? Like, something happened. All right, cool. This is a perfect room to try stuff because you're all comics and something sucks. You're just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> God, nobody's more honest than fucking comics.
Um, I uh, I don't understand when guys get mad that other guys are looking at their girlfriend. Isn't that kind of the point? <laughs> right? Like, why are you upset about that? If you have to have some sort of insane level of jealousy to be like, oh, you think she's hot too? Fuck you. You know, what are you talking about? Right? It's always a dude who has the haircut that looks like he was in the Marines, but he wasn't in the Marines. <laughs> you know? It's that dude. He's got like that, like, would you say face, like, all, all the time at bars? Right? Just always walking around amped. It's like, dude, relax. Fucking. It's, it's the guy who thinks strippers like him. Right? Right? He's wearing the American Eagle shirt in a children's medium. You know what I mean? And he's fucking like that guy. You know? And it's like, dude, this stripper doesn't like you. She's just fucking. He's like, dude, I got her real name. It's like, yeah, you got a second fake name. <laughs> You're fucking further away than you were before. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. I'm, a, I'm very pro-choice, which I know is really risky to say here, so I just want to, you know. It's really risky. No, I can't even do this fucking joke in Pittsburgh, so I'm going to have fun with this. It's something I have to write down and keep my phone and be like, don't say that right now. You know what I mean? Like it's, but I am pro-choice because it'll never be my choice. Like, let's be real. It's not, I'm never going to have something the size of a fucking bowling ball in my stomach that's going to come sliding out my taint. That's never going to, like, it's not going to happen to me. Why should I have a fucking call in it? Like, I, I don't get it. Like, you guys decide. You just decide. Like, seriously. I am so pro-choice that I think it should go all the way to the age 13. Right? Because then you have a reasonable idea of if the kid's going to be a piece of shit or not. You know what I mean? Is the liquor low? Does he smell like cigarettes? Maybe go with plan B, right? You know what I mean? So, he's a little asshole. Who cares? Who cares about him? No, it's weird. Like, the, the, like you know, and, and I'm, I'm somebody who's, who's independent because I just don't like to argue. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of the way... Like every political argument I've ever had ended me going, I don't know, maybe you're right. Every single, I never, may, you could be, I'm not gonna look it up. You know what I mean? That's how it ends. And I know that that's bad. I'm not advocating that. Some people should know what's going on, but I'm not one of them. Like, I just don't know. Like, I'm, like the bees are dead. We won. We killed the bees. It's over. They've been trying to kill our kids for eons. And we finally got them. People are upset. Who uses honey? Like your weird racist aunt uses honey. That's it. Only who buys a fucking bear to put in their closet? It's weird. Okay, some honey users in the crowd. I'm sorry. Just saying we have sugar. It's fine. Monsanto will make more. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Did I even say the name right? I think people were correcting me. Uh, my uh, my girlfriend got the uh, the shot for birth control. Yeah, um, which is great, but uh, I don't know what that is, right? And like, so we're starting to have sex. She's like, "Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I got the shot." I'm like, "Oh yeah, so did I. It just means I won't get polio. It doesn't mean that you're not gonna." Can we Google this real quick? What the fuck? I just gotta trust it. Like you know, you're not gonna have a kid when you have a pregnancy scare. And first of all, you call it that, right? <laughs> It's a scare. 
That's what we call it's a pregnancy scare. We're scared. We're two people shaking in a Rite Aid. We're fucking. We're frightened. Like, you know you're not going to have a kid if that's happening. Right? You know you're not going to have a kid when she tells you that she might be pregnant and your first thought is, oh, I hope you're cheating. Oh, my God. Oh. Can we cut these odds in half at least? I don't know. Your coworkers seem nice, right? They seem nice. You should hang with them. They're, they're good people. Uh, I want to have a kid someday. I do. I want to wait till we can design a kid on like a computer, you know? That's what I want. Because I want a very specific kid. I do. A lot of people want athletes. Why? Fucking, you guys got to worry about them like date raping and wrecking cars and shit. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't want a fucking little douchebag. I know what I was. I don't want that. I don't want some little animal running around my house. I want to have a very specific kid. I want to have a daughter that looks just like me. <laughs> Identical. Like, I know you're like, well, that'll probably happen anyway, dude. I'm like, well, I don't want to risk. Maybe I had a hot aunt. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I want her to look just like me. I want her to come walking up. I don't want people to go, oh, here comes, oh, never mind, it's his daughter. That's what I want them to say. <laughs> right? Because anybody who has an attractive daughter in here, this is a young crowd, so I don't know if you have an attractive daughter. I'm not going <laughs> to... A lot of you are like, I have a seven-year-old. Shut up. You know, I understand. All right, I get it. I'm like, but I imagine your whole life is worrying, right? And if there's any attractive women in here, you know that your parents probably worry about you constantly. Like, it's got to be an always just worrying. Like, you worry, and then you die and hope other people worry. That's what happens when you have an attractive daughter. But if you had a daughter that looked just like me, right? How much would you really worry if your daughter looked just like me, you could leave her in a bad neighborhood overnight. <laughs> you come back the next day, she's still sitting there. You know what I mean? Like, nobody even talked to her. <laughs> she's fine. Oh, that's so rough. Uh, that's weird to say in front of people. But I do it all the time. Thank you, Pam. This has been a lot of fun. Give it up for Pam again. Oh, man. This is a great city. I really enjoyed uh, coming out here and doing this. I'm going to do uh, a couple more jokes and get out of here. Um, but thank you for coming out. This is fucking, again, this is like, this is why San Francisco is cool. In Pittsburgh, people are like, that sounds stupid. They'd come in and see the artwork and get scared. You know what I mean? Like, it's we're very, like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, they'd be like, are those terrorists? Like, they wouldn't know. They'd be like, we got to get out of here. They wouldn't, they wouldn't put up with this, this, and you guys are great. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this before I get out of here. There's nothing that's really tough about being a dude, right? I think most women and guys would totally agree, right? We have it pretty easy. But women, besides this fucking mic stand. That was awkward to do in front of people. Okay, but, but women, like, you have real best friends, right? That's got to be nice. <laughs> women have real best friends. Like, I don't care. Like, women really care about each other. You know how guys pick a best friend? Dude who had pot a lot when we were 15. That's it. <laughs> best friend. Until we die, we'll be best friends. We don't care. That's it. We just pick them. We don't have to get a lot. We'll argue for 30 years. We don't care. <laughs> like, we just pick that dude. Women pick people they really care about, you know? 
And that's why when something bad happens to a woman, people really, like, the women, they get around each other. They, they insulate each other. Like, any girl in here, God forbid, say you broke your ankle tonight in the shower. And you texted your best friend. It's very specific, but stay with me. It's very specific. I, could, I don't want to say anything too bad, but say you broke your ankle in the shower, right? And you, I don't, I'm not wishing it on you. Jesus Christ, relax. Right? You broke your ankle in the shower, and you texted your best girlfriend, I broke my ankle in the shower. What would happen? She'd, right? She'd be there with fucking blankets and casseroles, right? Like, she'd be there for any guy in here if you broke your ankle in the shower. And you texted your best guy friend, which you don't have. I broke my ankle in the shower. What happens? You get a text back going, that sucks, pussy. That's all you get. There's not, we don't give a fucking shit about each other. We don't care. Like, we never had that conversation. We're never like, you know what? I really like Gary and I really like Billy. But Jeremy's my best friend. We didn't have her. I've never said that shit. But it's never more true than when we go to a party, right? As a group of friends. Like, just a group of guys and girls hanging out. Like, you're not coupled up. You're just hanging out, going to a party. You're all good friends. What happens at the end of the night if April is missing? Right? You fucking light a torch. You get a pitchfork. And you find April. It might take the rest of your... You you search. Until it's over. You find her. That's it. There's no debate about it. You call people who weren't at the party. Like, have you seen April? They're like, I don't fucking know. Like, we don't care. We fucking find her. What happens if Frank's missing? You just fucking leave. <laughs> Nobody even looks like this for Frank. Nobody gives a shit. Like, Look, Frank can read a fucking bus schedule. Let's get the hell out of here, right? <laughs> They're like, look. He's either getting blown or he's dead. Can we, like... Like, we'll find out on Facebook, all right? That's the way we'll figure it out. All right, thank you guys very much. I'm Andy Picaro. Thank you, guys. The clapping keeps happening for Andy Picaro. Yay! Fuck Frank. Uh, everybody, that was our headliner show. This is the end of the Pamtastics part of the thing. We're going to have the underwear show coming up next at 10 p.m. Oh, people in the underwear. Yeah, stick around. Yeah. We're going to take a short break, and uh, we'll be back with more comedy. Uh, thanks to Drea again. Clap for Drea running ones and twos in the back. Yeah, like a champion. Uh, and thanks to everybody volunteering tonight at Mutiny Radio. We'll be back with more shows. Yay.
Alex. Ed, can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternative to smoking. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby. Good, because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4AltaCalifornia.com. That's 4AltaCalifornia.com for a non-addictive, pharmaceutical-free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4AltaCalifornia.com. This is Tushar Matos with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station that rule the nation. Give it to me every time. Ah! Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District where you can laugh off your tushy for mere fun. $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsadai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Oh. 
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it. Or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> <laughs> SF brings you visual and auditory mind control for the best graphic design, physical merchandise.